Happy, 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 happy New Year. Yes, and welcome to Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I'm your host, Terry Glenn Harris, coach, speaker, and writer. It's the new year, and I pray every single one of you enjoy your holiday season. I pray it was all you could have imagined and so much more. And if for whatever reason, your holiday season wasn't the best, Know this, there is only one way to go from here, and that way is up. So just keep that in mind. All you have to do is speak that out loud and believe that internally. So speak it out loud that the only way to go from from here is up, and then believe it inside that the only way to go from here is up. And even if you have been having an awesome holiday season and your year is starting off awesome, continue to believe that. I I can only go even higher from here. Don't even look down. Just like, no, absolutely not. Down, back, those are not the directions I'm trying to go. I am going upward and I'm going forward. So beyond the coffee table or the podcast, this podcast was designed to build up and to never tear down. That's one thing I will never do on this show is tear anybody down regardless of my beliefs, regardless of if our beliefs clash. It's about building up, not tearing down. And on this podcast, you know, we'll discuss topics such as love. You know, everybody, you know, wants love, is in love, wants to be loved. Um, We'll discuss health. We'll discuss ambitions, dreams, um, and how to make our dreams, reality, and so much more. I'm so excited that to beginning, um, to be starting the 2019 year with this podcast is something I've talked about with my friends over and over again, and now I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm recording my friends' podcast, and it feels amazing. So let's get into it. Like I said earlier, it's a new year. And many of us have made New Year resolutions. Right now, your resolutions are probably going strong, you know, we're fresh into the year. Uh, Your resolutions are probably healthy. And let's keep it that way. Like they say, let's keep that same energy. Let's keep that same energy when it comes to our resolutions. Because I'm sure, you know, your homeboys, your homegirls, if that's the terminology you use, your bros, your sis. Your, your husband, your wives, your baby mom, um, you know, your baby dad, if, that, if you go by those terms. Uh, whatever you call those you love and care about as their term of endearment, I'm pretty sure you're pushing them. Like, yo, go, you got this. Make it happen. You got to push yourself that same way. It's like you got to look in the mirror every morning and be like, yo, you got this. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Every single morning, so that come February 1st or March 1st, you've accomplished so much when it comes to your New Year resolution. You're even ahead of where you want it to be because you give yourself a pep talk every single morning. Every single morning, I give my daughter, she's two, I give her a pep talk. I tell her that she's beautiful. I tell her that she's pretty. I tell her that she can be anything she wants to be in life. And then I turn around and I give myself 
a pep talk. I tell myself I'm a great dad. I tell myself today is going to be awesome. I tell my daughter today is going to be awesome. We're going to have a great day. Like you got to speak the things you speak into other people, into yourself, because that's where we all, that's where we tend to mess up a lot of times. They're like, I can speak so much into you and I can pour so much into you, but I forget about me. And when we neglect ourselves, well, we begin to go, you know, in, in a direction we don't necessarily want to be in. You know, we, we give out so much of our positive energy and we don't reinvest that same positive energy into ourselves that by the time it's time to be positive or when we're sitting there in the middle of the night and we need motivation, we can't we can't find it within but that's that's where it has to start it has to start within and then you can go out and you can listen to beyond the coffee table the podcast or you can go read you know a book or you can look on social media and find your favorite motivators or speakers or entrepreneurs and get motivation from them but you have to have it on the inside first even if it's only a little bit you have to have it on the inside first so remember to go ahead and, you know, speak into yourself. But, you know, let's not allow our resolutions to grow sour or weak. Let's keep those resolutions strong. Let's get those resolutions in the gym. Like, and when I say get those resolutions in the gym, I mean, sit down, write out, you know, as you probably already did, what your resolutions are. And then for each resolution you made, each resolution needs its own page. You can't have a list of resolutions. And they are, you know, listed right under each other because you need to write stuff about each resolution under the resolution. How are you going to accomplish those resolutions? Your resolution is to go to the gym. Okay, fantastic. When are you going to go to the gym? What's your gym schedule? Are you going to go before work? Are you going to go after work? Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad. Are, is, are the kids a part of, you know, your gym? Are the kids your gym? Are you going to lift them up, curl the kids, you know, do push-ups with the kids? Are you going to do your gym while the kids watch TV? Or if you are, you know, someone who works in corporate America, if, do you have to be to work at nine? Are you going to go to the gym at seven? Or are you going to wait till five and then go to the gym then? you need. We need to have, you know, this plan written. Because when we write it down as a plan, it's in our mind. We are accountable to that plan. You know, maybe you're going to write a book. Uh, well, have you started? That's, that's the first thing. What's the title? Or what's the book about? You know, um, who, who do you want to be impacted by the book? Like, we, we have to write these things down um, so that we are accountable. And sometimes we have to write them down because we're not yet ready to tell somebody. That's the one thing about a resolution, the one thing about a dream, the one thing about a goal. We can't always be so eager to tell somebody about it. Sometimes we just got to fall back um, and do it ourselves, work on it, be silent. And when I say be silent, I don't mean post on social media. I'm moving in silence because the moment you move, you post something like that. I'm sorry, but you're not moving in silence. You're moving out loud. You're, you're telling people you're doing something. Maybe you're not telling them exactly what you're doing, but they know now to, you know, P-R-E-Y, pray on something instead of P-R-A-Y, 
pray for you and for something great and something positive to happen in your life. So sometimes you just got to and work in silence, literally. And, and when I say work in silence, sometimes our parents, we, we can't tell them. You know, sometimes, you know, our significant others, we, we can't tell them. We just got to kind of do things. And then when we get to a certain point, it's like, okay, babe, or okay, mom, or okay, dad, or uh, okay, homie, or okay, bro, or okay, sis, I, I want to share this with you. Tell me what you think about this. But we have to start it first before we can go out and, and, and share it. So maybe your resolutions need to be a secret for a little while. Maybe they do. Maybe they just need to be that that secret between you and that piece of paper or but that secret between you and that cell phone or that secret between you and that computer or whatever it is you're writing your goals down on. But my strong recommendation is to actually write these things down. When I say write these things down, I don't mean type them. I mean, go get you a notebook. Get, invest in a nice notebook. You're going to have this thing all year long. And you're going to just be accomplishing things all year long. So get yourself a nice notebook or get yourself a nice planner and write write it down. Literally, like go to the store, buy a planner or go on Amazon or go on wherever it is you shop. If you know um, somebody local who may have a journal that they created, hey, get that journal, support that friend. Or support that local business owner or support that local entrepreneur. Buy that journal. Use that journal. Write in that journal every single day and read it. Go back and read it. That journal is your accountability buddy or your accountability partner. And they're holding you accountable because you wrote it. It's an ink. You can't erase ink. I don't care that they do make um, pens that come with erasers. No one uses those pens anyway. Invest in yourself in a good pen and in a good journal and write down in that journal every single day what it is you want to do, what it is you need to do to make that resolution um, become reality. Because what we don't want to do is get to December 31st, 2019, and we're like, yo, I didn't do anything that I said I was going to do. I started the year off great, and then I don't know what happened. What happened was we stopped writing about it. What happened was we stopped believing in it. What happened was we stopped giving ourselves that pep talk. We can't do that. We got to go forward because come twenty, come December 31st, 2019, we want to be celebrating all these crazy accomplishments. And then, boom, 2020 will be here and we'll be getting ready to do bigger and better things than what we did in 2019. And we won't just be talking about, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Or maybe we won't just simply give up. Like every year I say I'm going to do something and I never do it. So we're going to get rid of that. This year, we are going to accomplish so much. This year, so many people are going to become millionaires. This year, so many people are going to establish businesses. This year, so many people are going to be on the New York Times bestsellers list as independent writers. Yes, I'm claiming that for somebody who's listening right now. If you're writing a book, you, you put the work in. Put the work in, and it is possible to become an indie author who makes the New York Times bestsellers list. You just got to put the work out there. After you write that book, let people know, yo, it's out. Social media is the biggest, most free form of advertisement you can do. Get yourself some hashtags, research the hashtags, whatever it is you got to do. If you're a singer, listen, 
You got a whole minute that social media will allow you to get on and post yourself blowing. So get on there and blow. Let people know I got a talent. If you're a poet, um, you know, get on there. If you're a motivational speaker, get on there. Like, listen, this is the year to do it. It's fresh. And maybe, you know, maybe you had a habit that you were trying to get rid of and you wrote it down and you said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And, you know, short time into the new year, maybe you've already, maybe you've already succumbed to, you know, an old habit. And maybe you got down on yourself. But listen, there's something that's called grace. And I believe, honestly, you know, no matter what God you serve, God, because, you know, God is God, he or she, you know, depending on what you believe, gives you a clean slate. That, that's what grace is. Grace allows you to wake up and grace allows you to start over and grace allows you to ask forgiveness and grace allows you to press forward and not worry about that thing anymore. So take that grace that you've been given, that fresh grace, this brand new year grace, and stop beating yourself over it, up about it. Get over it and move forward. And just don't pick that habit up again. When when you think about it, change the subject. When you think about it, put on some music that contradicts it. When you think about it, go 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 start working on your resolution. When you think about it, go for a run. When you think about it, call somebody on the phone. Talk to them. You don't got to talk to them about, you know, what that habit is. Just talk to them. Pick up the phone and text somebody. But get your mind off of it. Take yourself away from it. That's, that, that's the best way, you know, to, to, uh, to use that grace and to be forgiven and to not go back down that path. But again, this time next year, we, we don't want to be talking about the same old thing. Uh, we want to be on to bigger and better things. Um, when we talk and talk and talk, though, sometimes, you know, we saying the same thing over and over. Eventually, some people are going to stop listening, especially if we're saying the same things over and over and over and we're not doing the things we say. So that's another reason I was saying, you know, write it down. You know, don't talk about it quite so soon. Um because what people think, what people say, that may not matter. But eventually, you know, we will need people. Not necessarily to impress them. But, you know, if you're trying to be an author, you need people to buy your books. If you're trying to be a speaker, you need people to come and hear you speak. If you're trying to be a singer, you need people to post your music, download your, um, you know, your mixtapes, uh you know, if you get an album, you need them to download or buy that album. We need people. If you're an entrepreneur and you sell clothing, we need them to buy that clothing. So people are needed, maybe not in the fabric, but we, we, we need people, you know, to be there to support us when it comes to, you know, releasing whatever that product or service may be. Um, because people aid in the process. And... If our track record proves that we can talk a good game, but always flake when it's time to play, we'll eventually become the person everyone tunes out like a bad radio station. And I don't want any of us to be a bad radio station. I want us all to be 
I, I want us all to be the radio station that everybody wants not to listen to necessarily, but they, they want to be in studio. Like, I need to see this up close, and I want to see this in person. I, we, we, I want all of us to be that contagious person in our group. And when I say that contagious person, I'm not talking about a pessimistic standpoint. I'm talking about I want us to be that contagious person who everyone's like, yo, they doing it. They motivating me to do it too. Not because necessarily of anything they said, but because their action, they're just moving right. And I absolutely love it. It's, 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 it's attractive to me and not attractive in the physical sense, but it's attractive to me in the sense of if they can do it, so can I. And guess what? If somebody else is already doing the thing that you want to do, S-O-W-H-A-T. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to say it again. S-O-W-H-A-T. If somebody is already doing that thing you want to do, so what? Do it too. You can do it. You can either join them and you know form a partnership and do it with them, or you can go and you can do it on your own. Because... There's nothing new under the sun, as my mom says, and as my wife um, reminds me, you know, oftentimes they're always like, you know, just just go ahead and do it. Um, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, everything that is being done has been done, but it's about putting your spin on it. It's about maybe even doing it better. Um, it's about being at the top of the ladder, you know. And if someone ever tells you, oh, don't do that because it's already been done or because so-and-so is doing it, um, that, that shouldn't matter. The next time someone tells you or the next time maybe you even think, maybe I shouldn't do that because it's already been done or it's already being done, I want you to take a trip to the grocery store. I don't want you to take a trip to the grocery store to buy something. I mean, if you need groceries, by all means. But while you're in the grocery store, I need you to make it a priority to stop by one aisle. And that aisle I need you to stop by is the bread aisle. And I only want you to look at the bread aisle. So the bagels, your your uh, cinnamon raisin toast, your white bread, your wheat bread, your honey wheat bread. Your Wonder Bread, your Strowman. I want you to look at that aisle, and I want you to look at how many different companies are in that one aisle just for bread, not for anything else, just for bread. They're in that aisle just for bread. They make bread. That's what they do. There are many companies who make bread. Okay, which means you can do it too. Nobody, no, nobody put a lock on the bread industry or any industry that you're trying to break into or any industry that you want to be a part of. There's no lock. You can do it too. You just have to want to do it. You just have to have the patience to do it. You just have to have the drive to do it, the ability to do it. And then you just have to get up and do it. I believe one of the most powerful slogans that has ever been uttered 
is just do it. Of course, you all know that's Nike's slogan. You don't have to own a Nike to know that just do it, you know, was made famous by the company Nike. Um, but it, it's it's a, a staple that speaks for itself. It's like, just do it. Like, what are you waiting for? Get up and just do it. So as, as we get into this new year, I'm not going to hold y'all any longer. I just want us to get up. I want us to be great. I want us to hold ourselves accountable. I want us to write those resolutions, write those goals down. And I want us to be greater than we have ever been before in life. My name is Terry Glenn Harris, and this has been episode one of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I pray that you've enjoyed it. I pray that you'll come back and listen more. Um, and, you know, I just pray that this year, this day, this month, this week, this hour, this minute is better than you could have ever dreamed and or imagined. So now what I want you to do as you um, prepare to turn this podcast off and go on about your day is I want you to live a great day, have a great day, lead a great day. And I want you to do that all on purpose. Y'all be great now. And remember, I love y'all in real life. Good day, good day, great people, and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I am your host, Terry Glenn Harris, speaker, writer, and coach. To all of you coming back for another round, I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you decided to come and listen again. And for those of you who are tuning in for the very, very first time, welcome. I hope to um, exceed your expectation as we go beyond the coffee table. So on this episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, we're going to talk about a subject. Today's title is, you'll never be good enough for anyone but yourself. You'll never be good enough for anyone but yourself. So I'm going to just jump right into it. You know, as kids, we are taught that perception is everything. What people think about you is important. First impressions mean the most. And while these may not be the exact phrases our parents utilized growing up, it's absolutely the lessons that many of us learn. Perception is everything. What people think about you is important. And first impressions mean the most. You know, they never, they keep always say, you know, um, you only get one chance at a first impression or whatever. Yeah, okay, you do only get the chance to meet somebody once. But I do believe that you, you can get a do-over. Maybe you weren't having the best day, you know, the first time you met them or what have you. Um, but, you know... To no fault of our parents' own, you know, because it's probably what their parents taught them and what their parents' parents 
taught them. So it's more of a generational issue. Um, maybe even we might call it a generational curse. Maybe. Because while some of that may indeed be true, it is my opinion that teaching shouldn't have been, you know, about, you know, what people think matter and you only get a chance, one chance at a first impression and perception is everything. I'm more looking at the the internal, you know, instead of the external. It, it should have been things like you are beautiful regardless of what anyone has to say. That should have been lesson one. You're pretty, you know, and, and I've heard the term, oh, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. No, it should have been you're pretty, period. Not for a dark skinned girl, not for a light skinned girl, not for a white girl, not for a Spanish girl. Not, not you're pretty, period. That that's it. Um, you know you're a great athlete. Now let's open these books and create a triple threat. Because now you'll have athletic abilities. You'll be smart. You'll have those wrinkles on your brain. Um, and then you know you'll when it comes to you know book smarts, you also obtain other smarts. So it's like you know you're a great athlete. Now let's put something more, some more wrinkles on that brain um, so that we can create so much more. And then, you know, you know, it's like you're handsome before you put on a suit or you're handsome before you put on those, you know, sneakers or whatever. The clothes aren't what make you beautiful. The clothes aren't what make you handsome. Um, and then, you know, things like, you know, women, you know, wear makeup uh, and it should be along the lines of they should be paying you to wear that makeup. Because you're doing them a favor and not the other way around. But for many, that wasn't the case. Maybe for you, that was. Maybe that's how your parents governed and brought you up. Uh, But it's not the same for everybody, which is why I wanted to talk about this on this episode. Um, You know, because for so many of us, you know, we're we're on a warpath. And we're on a warpath to impress people. We're on a warpath to impress people we don't know a lot of times. And then we're on a warpath to impress people who we don't even like sometimes. And for what? For what? Uh, let's see. A double tap on an Instagram photo. A like on a Facebook post. Uh, maybe even a retweet on Twitter. <laughs> We are on a warpath to impress people so that we can be unsocially popular. Unsocially popular. Because, you know, they call it social media, but no one really talks. You know, there aren't real, real conversations going on. Um, it's like you'll be on social media and you're commenting and you're liking and everything. And you're hashtagging. And then when you see that person in public, it's like cricket, cricket. Like there, there's nothing to be said. So it's the unsocial popularity. You know, we're we're looking to be accepted. We're looking to be good enough. We're looking to matter. And we should already know that we're good enough. We should already know we're accepted. We should already know that we matter because we accept ourselves. We're good enough for ourselves. We matter 
to ourselves. And if other people outside of ourselves decide they want to like us, they're impressed by us, they're going to quote unquote accept us, then okay, thank you very much. Welcome aboard. But if not, okay, I'm good with that because I don't need your acceptance. I don't need to impress you. I don't need to matter to you or to be good enough to you because I am all those things to myself. All right? So listen, a spouse, a partner, a mate, a boss, a colleague, a friend uh, will never accept you if you have yet to accept you. What you need you need that again? Okay. A spouse, a partner, a mate, a boss, a colleague, a friend will never accept you until you have learned to accept you. They might um you know use you, <laughs> but using you and accepting you are two completely different things. They might, you know, you might you might be convenient for them convenient to be around. They're like, oh yeah, let's 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 keep them around. Let's keep her around because you know it, they're convenient. You know they they do what we ask when we ask. They do it how we ask. But the moment you're not around, your phone goes dead. You know, the moment you stop texting, they're not texting you, and that's that's not being accepted. That is being used by convenience. Okay. Another thing that we as a people need to stop doing is seeking validation from other people. We want to be validated. Human beings were not meant to be validated. Okay. Validation is for vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, parked and private structures. Depending on where you're doctor's offices, after you leave the doctor's office, you might ask them to validate your parking, give you a ticket to say this vehicle can get out for free, or this vehicle can get out at a discounted rate. Cool. People were not, were never meant to be validated. As a person, you don't need a ticket to say you are, you, you can get out for free, or You can get out at a discounted rate. You're just supposed to be you, be accepted by you, be known by you, be loved by you, be thought of by you. And again, if other people decide to come alongside you, fantastic. And if not, that's okay too. Okay? One of the one of the people that you know many people admire, um, former First Lady Michelle Obama, she accepts herself. Her husband accepts himself. Their children accepts their self. And you can tell that they've accepted self by the way they are able to move a room, by the way everybody wants to get up behind them. If they didn't have that self-acceptance and that self-esteem and that self-confidence, no one 
would be behind them. No one would have voted for the man who is Barack Obama. No one would have purchased the book from the woman who is Michelle Obama. No one would care what Sasha and Malia Obama do in their spare times. No one would care. It wouldn't matter because they hadn't accepted themselves. Therefore, no one else would be accepting them. No one else would be getting behind them. If you're not fans of the Obamas, maybe you're a Kardashian fan. Okay, let's Kim Kardashian. Had she not accepted herself after, you know, making the video that she made and deciding I'm going to be bigger and better than this and I'm going to pull myself up from this and I'm going to go beyond this, she wouldn't have the millions of people following her on social media and the millions of people listening to what she has to say and the millions of people taking her advice. The, you know, she would have never been invited into the White House or into any court of law to advocate for Centoya Brown. For those of you who don't know who Centoya is, she's the young lady who was um, convicted and sentenced to life in prison for defending herself and ultimately killing a man who had purchased her for sex. But that that's you know another uh, topic for another day. But had Kim Kardashian not been that confident person, not believed in herself, not accepted herself, she would not have you know been able to pull herself up. Maybe you're not a Kardashian fan, okay? Ellen DeGeneres. When Ellen DeGeneres came out to you know the public and let the world know that she was gay, she got so much backlash from it. She lost her jobs over it. You know, people didn't want to work with her over it. People didn't even want to work with the people she previously worked with because she came out in in her truth. But she accepted herself. So eventually, other people had no choice but to accept her as well. And now she is far better off than she has ever been. She's 67 years old, looking 40. Maybe she looks younger to you, depending on, you know, what it is you see. But she is living an awesome life, not because of what other people have chosen to accept, not because of what anyone else has chosen to do, but because she has decided this is me, this is who I am, this is my life, and I am going to live it beyond the best of my ability. I am not going to let someone else dictate what I do. I am not going to let someone else dictate how I feel. They're called my emotions. They're called your emotions. You have to control them. You have to hone them in. You have to be in command of them. Do not put your emotions, do not put yourself on strings and become a puppet to anybody else. This is your life. You have to live it to the best of your ability. You have to accept yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to take control of yourself. And the moment you do that, 
everything else will fall in place. Your dreams, your goals, your desires, you're going to start doing things and achieving things that you never thought possible, all because guess what? You decided to do it. And then people are going to decide that they love what you're doing. They're going to decide that they want to be a part of what you're doing. And it's because of that contagiousness that you have because you're wearing your confidence. You're wearing it well. So just keep that in mind. I didn't want to come before you too long today. I just wanted to get on here really fast and let you know to own it, to accept yourself to stop seeking validations of others, to remind you that validation is for vehicles and not human beings, to remember that you are worth it, remember you are good enough, and that's not something that anybody else can tell you. No one can tell you you're good enough if you don't believe you're good enough. No one can tell you you're pretty enough if you don't believe you're pretty enough. No one can tell you you're handsome enough if you don't believe you're handsome enough. No one can tell you you're strong enough if you don't believe you're strong enough. So I need you to get up and believe all of those things because all of those things are true. All of them are true. So go on about your day or your evening or your night or whatever time you're listening to this podcast and just know that you have to accept you for who you are and the only time you should make an adjustment is when you deem it necessary to be a better you and to go beyond where you've been and where you see yourself going. So as I close this podcast out, I wish you all the very best day, the very best uh, hour, the very best minute, the very best second. I wish you the very best And if no one has told you today, keep in mind that I, Terry Glenn Harris, love you in real life. And if you want to become a part of the discussion, you can always email me at beyondthecoffeetable at outlook.com if you want to share your thoughts or maybe you want to, um, you know, ask a question or maybe, you know, there's a certain topic you'd like to hear me talk about Um, if you want to get in touch with me on social media. You can reach me on all social media platforms at Terry Glenn Harris. That's T-E-R-R-Y-G-L-E-N-H-A-R-R-I-S. Um, and again, I love y'all in real life. Be awesome.